Hello everyone, buckle up. Brand new season of our podcast series, Yes Essentials. I am your host, Yashika Rora, the Growth and Operations Head of Young Entrepreneur Society, Shaheed Bhagat Singh College. And I have with me my co-host and the External Relations Head, Prabhud. A few years back, a 13-year-old Harry Potter fan would struggle to find her favorite character's merchandise. Today, she can get Harry Potter-themed t-shirts and notebooks on a click of a button. That's because three youngsters from Mumbai put their love for animated characters into a business and built an online platform for everything pop culture. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Streetwear is a fashion style that has gained immense popularity over the last few years, particularly among the youth. It originated from the hip-hop and skateboarding subcultures in the United States and has now become a global phenomenon. It is a multi-billion dollar industry which is ready to be explored. In recent time, the direct-to-consumer industry has been growing by leaps and bounds in India, especially fueled by the greater internet penetration and the unparalleled rise in e-commerce ushered in by the COVID-19 pandemic. The fashion D2C segment, arguably the largest category in the wider industry, witnessed a year-on-year growth of 89.5% in the financial year 2022. Today, we will be diving deep into the world of pop culture, casual clothing, along with someone who is the founder of The Soul Store, a company which creates and curates stunning designs and print them on all sort of equally stunning products from t-shirts to phone covers to backpacks to boxers to mugs and many 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 more within a matter of just a few years the so- the sold store has been able to cater to more than 5.5 million customers going by the philosophy of life is short the work ethic and the culture of the company is truly commendable with the clothing industry on the rise mr harsh paved his way into it with a promising range of products. I completely agree with you, Prabhun. With the demand for streetwear brands rising, the Stoll store is dis- destined to disrupt the market and uh, become market leaders in the near future. On this note, I would like to welcome our guest for this episode, Mr. Harsh Lal, co-founder at the Soul Store. Mr. Lal is a purpose-driven entrepreneur who holds an LLB degree from the Government Law College at such a young age, he's truly a role model for everyone. Thank you for joining us today, sir. Hello, sir. So, how did you come up with the idea of the Soul Store? Could you please describe your initial journey? Cool. So, I think I'll I'll break up this question into two parts. Uh, one is, why did we decide to leave our jobs and uh, start a company? And the second part is, why specifically the Soul Store, right? Why merchandise? Uh, So the first part was very simple, Um, three engineers, one lawyer, four people who were unhappy in their careers and things like waking up every morning, pushing themselves to reach work. Um, We were all really young back then, 23, 24. Honestly, we didn't know any better. Uh, So we decided to try something fun on our own. Uh, We had about five lakhs of so we decide to invest that and if it works out great if it doesn't work back work we'll always go back to a job right that was honestly the very very simple idea behind why we decided to even start a company um now why specifically the soul store or why specifically the line of business that we chose um so all four of us apart from not liking our first jobs had one more thing in common 
um we're all nerds right we love we've grown up watching tv shows movies cartoons comics we love our superheroes and cartoons and other characters um and we realized and as fans and customers um you know if you wanted to buy any original superhero product or a star trek star trek product these were not easily available in the country right so most likely you would ask your cousin or some family member from the us to bring it to you uh, which would be 3x 4x 5x the price and ironically that product was probably manufactured in india or sri lanka it was imported to the us and then sold back in the country at a much higher price uh, so we realized that this entire system seemed to be pretty inefficient it seemed to be pretty expensive um and there was a demand for high quality official merchandise at an affordable price point uh, that no brand seemed to cater to so that was a gap in the market that we wanted to address when we started the sold store about 10 years ago that sir was a really intriguing answer and i feel that the point or the work the company is doing is really amazing and this might seem out of context but i really wanted to know that how the name soul store came up okay um again I, the reason i'm going to keep mentioning we were 24 is because some decisions seem really smart and really interesting when you're a kid and then i think as you grow up and as you become a little more mature you're wondering why you made those decisions uh should to be very honest there were two reasons one is all of us were leaving our jobs to follow our passion follow our soul um you know then that's why we started the company right we wanted to have a fun organization where people because they love work or uh, they enjoy doing what they are doing and and that's what motivates them to give their best um and the reason we called it sold is because it's also a pun on selling or sold um and therefore we thought that the sold store seems to seems to be a funny interesting name to go ahead with and yeah um luckily it's been a great journey we're 10 years down the line so the sold store has now become a household name um and the story just seems a little more fun in hindsight i guess Oh wow, that's very interesting and very heart touching to know. So I have noticed that a lot of your designs are influenced by animated characters. So, like, why animated characters? Why did you plan to just go ahead with this strategy and not others? So to be honest, Yashika, like I mentioned, we were honestly nerds ourselves. I think we first wanted to build a company, an organization, and products that we were proud of and that we would love to use and wear as customers. um and as fans ourselves we realize that there is a community of nerds right whether superheroes cartoons movies tv shows uh etc there's like a very very strong community of people who've spent their entire childhood following these characters and there's a very very strong love for them uh the biggest advantage for us is that when we started off as an organization you know we were completely bootstrapped uh there was no external funding we had to build this very carefully very profitably very sustainably from the first day what really helped us was that these characters already had a very strong following right so for example if i'm selling a harry potter t-shirt i don't have to spend additional money on discounts or convincing you to buy harry potter merchandise or be a fan um i think jk rowling already did a great job creating that universe and creating that love for the characters all that we had to do as a brand was simply make you aware that since you're a fan of harry potter why don't you check out these really really cool designs at the soul store so that actually helped us bring down our marketing costs um it helped us create a much larger fan base a much larger audience for the soul store um and it's actually what helped us grow right it's, it was almost like a cheat code to enable us to grow at a much much faster pace without having that additional funding uh, early on in our journey um and while that was you know initially 
our core focus was on building a brand for official merchandise which had all of these licenses and characters over the last couple of years if you see the the kind of products the fits the fabrics the categories that we've gotten into have actually expanded significantly and the next target or the bigger vision of the brand is to be india's number one casual wear brand so you're going to see a lot more categories you're going to see a lot more planes you're going to see a lot more shirts pants and general lifestyle wear beyond just the superheroes cartoons and comics uh, but yeah it, it definitely helped early on in our journey you know to kind of uh, jump on the popularity of these characters and build our brand on the basis of the love that they've created over so many years uh, with their consumers so as you mentioned harry potter so just out of curiosity i wanted to know that did you have any favorite animated character or any superhero or any character you looked forward to seeing in your childhood so to be very honest um our favorite is whichever cartoon or whichever character sells the most i'm going to sound <laughs> like a businessman now but obviously you know growing up if i have to tell you personally i love watching sports so um you know when we work with football teams when we work with ipl teams um these are obviously you know like specific licenses within our overall portfolio of 150 plus that i personally look at a little more closely uh, because i find it exciting but we i mean while we started the business to do something fun that we love one of the reasons we've been successful prabhud is because we've always paid very very close attention to what the customers want so we have a very detailed feedback mechanism both online and offline to collect feedback from customers to understand what they like what they don't like you know what are the characters that they expect to see on the soul store next uh, what are the tv shows that they are watching right now which is why every month every two months you see us launching a new collection or a new license uh, so i think eventually honestly what matters the most to us is what customers want because we are for the fans and by the fans and that's something we will continue to do as we scale our business okay sir got it so sir has mentioned by you that you are really concerned how fans approach the company and how you affect the fan base so so i wanted to know that how do you see the market for the brand in the next 5 years and how do you think it will benefit the all over the ecosystem of india so in terms of um, the brand specifically if i look at the source of prabodh as i mentioned um, you know we are today india's biggest brand for official merchandise we have more than 150 licenses right so whenever any new movie tv series sports team wants to launch their merchandise in the country um, the go to brand the default brand the obvious brand uh, of choice is the source of that's something that we've already built over the last 10 years the future vision of the brand is to be the number one brand for casual wear in the country um i think what will help explain this a little better is for me to give examples of other brands that we look at very very closely so when it comes to india specifically if i think about inner wear jockey is that one brand which has dominated the country for a long time right you know jockey is almost synonymous with inner wear similarly raymonds is synonymous with formal wear manyavar is synonymous with indian and ethnic wear um as of today there is no one brand that dominates the casual wear market it's a large country it's a very scattered market and there's tons of brands in the space our eventual goal is that when someone thinks of casual wear and lifestyle in the country the source or should be the first brand that they think of and i think that's the vision of the brand that is what we are working towards to achieve in the next 3 4 5 years oh wow that's very inspiring and i hope you um you know are successful in this journey but uh, these days there are so many brands like bonkers hershey and box uh, 
uh, burger bay which are in the same line and they are your competitors so how do you plan to be ahead of them i mean if i have to be very very honest and and at the cost of sounding slightly arrogant we don't really look at our competitors um, and i'll tell you why i think this is today uh, when i say today i mean 2023 is probably the best time and the worst time to start a brand i'll i'll tell you what i'm talking about we started in june 2013 so we're going to finish 10 years in the next couple of months when we started off as an e-commerce player um, most of the things that we take for granted today were not existent right every single person did not have internet on their phones uh, the people that did have internet it was very very expensive to use the speeds were slow so online shopping being comfortable comfortable with online payments these were unheard of back in 2013 right it took a lot more to build credibility and trust because customers were not used to shopping online um something as simple as you know working with courier partners working with payment gateways working with companies to automate our customer care there were no plug and play options where you know you could just reach out to someone in the ecosystem and get these plugins added so starting a company was a lot more difficult i think there was a lot more hard work involved um whereas a lot of these systems are very developed today which makes it easier to start a company but the biggest difference between 2013 and now is that the competition has increased many hundred fold right so when we started off our company back in 2013 uh, marketing was a lot cheaper there was a lot less competition on facebook and instagram and google targeting the same set of customers today if you go on instagram almost every day you see hundreds and hundreds of new brands popping up so it's very easy to start a business today it's very easy to start a brand today but it's very difficult to sustainably run an organization or to actually build something for the longer term um, which is why if you see a lot of brands which have started in the last 3 4 5 years a lot of them have come and died down because marketing today is the most expensive it's ever been and unless you have a strong loyal customer base that's going to come back again and again uh, to shop on your platform um, you're going to find it very very difficult to keep spending money and burning money and build a business um so i feel like that's the biggest advantage we have that over the last 10 years uh we've you know we've been fortunate enough to have a, a sort of loyal customer base of more than 5 and a half million customers and businesses are not built on revenue businesses are built on repeat customers and loyalty because that's the only way you can build a sustainable business if you're simply going to keep spending more money on marketing and discounts to acquire customers and hope that they come back again and again um then you're basically so raised to the bottom and you're setting yourself up for failure uh, so that's how honestly we look at ourselves we are very very clear in terms of what we need to achieve what we need to get better at um and we in fact in a way it's good for us when there is competition because if there are more and more brands coming up and if there are more and more customers buying from other brands it means there is an audience it means there's an audience which has the purchasing power and then it's up to us as a brand to make sure that our products our design and our services better than the others so that the customers keep coming back to us so we actually see more demand as a positive sign rather than as an you know as a scary sign or as a problem that's a wonderful strategy and i love how you take competition in such a positive way so we all know that success comes through the taste of failure so we would love to learn how you know you have experienced failure and how did you handle it interesting question and i'm i'm glad you mentioned that yashika because i think very often there is a there is an expectation or you know when people think of startups you know they look at all the successes the money raised 
how many stores you've opened, how many celebrities you've tied up with. So it's very easy to look at it from a superficial point of view and think that everything is is a bed of roses. Uh, it's actually a lot more challenging than that. And any startup founder will tell you that they've had more failures and more tough days than good days. Um, we've we've honestly been through that journey ourselves. You know, when we started off, we literally had only five lakhs. Uh, the first months that we built the soul saw was great because all our friends and family placed one order to support mm-hmm. us. So everything seemed great. We thought it's very easy to build a business. And from the second and third month onwards, when you actually need to go and collect genuine customers, that's when it starts getting difficult. So we've done everything from collecting products at the vendors ourselves, cleaning up things on our own. We've gone through that entire journey. Um, we've had a lot, lots of failures. You know, like from something as small as a design not working to something larger, like an entire category that we thought would do well not working. Some licenses that we thought would be very popular with the fans haven't worked out. But I think as a brand, we are very clear. Whenever we are taking any bets or we're trying something out, we always experiment at a smaller scale so that you can fail. You can fail fast. You can fail without spending too much money. And more importantly, you know, you're always collecting information in terms of what worked, what didn't work. So that when you're trying this out for a second time, you're always better prepared. Um, I don't think success is the is the lack of failure or the absence of failure. Uh, success is actually having those failures and understanding fast enough what works, what doesn't work. Um, so even today, right? I mean, people may think that today, you know, we're ten years old. Things are a lot easier. Yes, a lot of initial challenges that we faced when we were starting off are not there today. But given the scale that we are at today and our ambition to be India's number one casual wear brand. There are so many more opportunities. There are so many more problems. There's so many more challenges to figure out. So I feel like it's it almost feels like you're on a treadmill. You're continuously running. You know that that end goal seems like it's almost there. But the moment you hit that goal, there is some new problem to solve and some some new success to achieve. Um, so yeah, I think you know learnings definitely come a lot stronger with failures than with successes. And we've had more than our fair share of of failures and challenges. Obviously, COVID was. Probably the most severe or the most uh, scary of all of them, but yeah, I mean, on a daily basis, honestly, something or the other doesn't work out. As an entrepreneur, you just have to have the mindset that hey, we're going to figure this out, and I think that's that's pretty much what separates the successful ones from the unsuccessful ones. Truly said, sir. Failure is really the stepping stone to success. So, sir, I wanted to ask, according to you, what is the most important facet? of the fashion industry in india i think one one learning that we've had prabhud i mean and this is you know this is from our from how our journey has been this is from you know some of our competitors seeing which brands were there when we started off um, you know which brands have been able to continue building a successful organization versus what hasn't this also includes you know learnings from how covid changed a lot of things if i have to try somehow you know combining all of those points into one gentle statement it will be a little difficult but there is a misconception especially in the online e-commerce space that customers are deal seeking or discount seeking uh, customers don't want the best deal or the best discount they want the best value for money so i think as long as you are able to provide them you know great quality product with a great service at an affordable price point they will always come back to you you don't necessarily have to be the cheapest product or the cheapest brand to acquire customers but you have to be the most value for money brand and i think people's focus from discount led to value led has changed even more after the pandemic right so that learning that we had had is, has been reinforced and strengthened even more in the last couple of years 
um and i think that's a very important learning because a lot of new brands that do start up um have this mindset that you know hate to acquire customers initially and to gain a larger market share i need to start giving more and more discounts i need to you know reduce my prices so that customers try me out but it's important to understand that that customer is not loyal to you they are loyal to your price point so if i bought a t-shirt from your website for 299 today because that price point excited me it's going to be very difficult to convince me to come back again tomorrow and buy that same t-shirt for 599 right i'm just going to go to the next brand that offers me the same price so if your only usp or your only differentiating factor is price then it's a race to the bottom because some brand is going to come out with a cheaper product or with larger funding and they are going to have the flexibility to burn more money than you do but if you're able to actually create a brand where people love your designs they love the the product quality and the service and they find you value for money then that is when you're building longer term credibility and loyalty with the customers and these guys will stay with you for the long term got it sir really well said i think you really had a clear image where you took the brand and it shows that you have the entrepreneurship in instincts in you so i wanted to ask with the rise of shark tank and the new wave of startups coming up in our country what are the two main things according to you to make a startup successful so it's it's a little difficult to have i think two things it it really depends but there's a there's i think the mindset honestly prabhud is is what is most important i think different startups different products and services will solve for different problems and i don't think there is one sort of feedback or advice that applies to everyone uniformly um but as i mentioned i think what what separates the successful ones from the unsuccessful ones is that mindset you know stepping into work every day knowing that there is going to be uncertainty there are going to be challenges there are going to be situations that you have not faced before and i think the ability to deal with failure i think the ability to deal with that uncertainty um and to have that mindset right that everything can be figured out right just because you've not done something before or just because you've not faced a problem before does not mean that you're not going to be able to solve it i think that mindset is very very critical um otherwise it can become a very lonely and a very frustrating journey so i think uh getting comfortable with failure and getting comfortable with not faced before is something that's very very critical also for anyone who you know who's gotten inspired by shark tank and wants to start their own organization um please please keep in mind that this is you know while it looks really fun on shark tank you see someone pitching for 10 minutes and they raise a couple of crores and life seems very easy that's not how it is um it's a lot more challenging than that right? it's it's not a 100 meter run it's actually a marathon so if it's something that you're willing to commit many many years to if you're willing to go through those difficulties and those tough moments then you should do it but it's like a marriage if you're not willing to commit 100% you know if you think that you can just do it because other people are doing it and succeed then you're going to have a very very rude shock so yeah i think commit 100% get comfortable with failures and uncertainty um and have like an everything is figure outable mindset will just generally give you a better chance of success i completely agree with you sir so the fashion industry has become extremely global and vast these days there are so many different designs and uh, your designs are very trendy and very uh, teenage friendly and gen z friendly so do you ever plan on going global and uh, making your brand even bigger than it is already 100% great great question yashika uh, while there is obviously a lot for us to achieve in a country that is as big as india 
um i think everything from the brand name to the brand positioning to the kind of designs and products that we have are not something which is only restricted to india in terms of language and communication uh so we are definitely going to be you know it's it's too early for me to to give details but definitely over the next 6 to 12 months you're going to see the sole sort available in a lot more countries that's um, that's great i'm looking forward to this expansion so um in this 10 years of journey what is one learning that you know always keeps you going and you would want you know upcoming entrepreneurs also to have sure i'll i'll tell you one mistake that i made actually or one misconception that i had and i'll be very very honest and frank you know so that other people who are probably in a similar phase are are able to not make the mistakes that we did um even when we started off right hello yes sir sorry i think there was some network issues so when we started off as well yashika i think you know there was this initial mindset that today there are a lot of issues you know vendors are not taking us seriously because we have very very small quantities our audience is not big enough you know when we get money when we grow these things will change these things will improve um, i think sometimes it's easy for us to think that money will solve problems or that growth and scale will solve problems uh, but the only thing that happens is problems don't disappear as you become bigger problems change so the problems that we faced earlier on you know people were not taking us seriously vendors were charging us more we were a low priority brand for them so they used to always give our products a little later obviously we are now in a much better position so we don't have any of those challenges but today when we built you know 500 crore business when we have offline stores across the country um we are present on all marketplaces we are more than 40 categories across men women and kids there are new challenges today because there are new expectations that our customers have so i think you know having a mindset that problems don't change or problems don't disappear with scale uh, you know you are still going to have to dig to the root of the problem to solve it yourself execution is most important right growth does not mean that someone else starts doing the dirty work and i'm sitting in an office comfortably and telling people what to do even today all four founders are as deeply involved in grassroots problems as they were 10 years ago so i think be ready to you know roll up your sleeves and work very very hard otherwise you know if you think that i'm going to hire people and i'm going to throw money to solve a problem um uh, you're going to have a very superficial view on how things function and you're probably not going to actually be able to solve the problems right so never let go of that desperation and that hunger that you had on day one and year one i think that's probably my biggest learning and the one advice i would like to share with everyone correct i am sure that the upcoming entrepreneurs would agree with this so one last question uh do you ever regret leaving your job absolutely not I, i'm so happy i did like 100% no if i had to wake up i mean just just as a heads up i did law right for 5 years that's oh, wow. the that's the degree that i graduated with um and no disrespect to all of my lawyer friends but i don't think i would have ever been able to do that for 10 years no right like waking up every morning going to a law firm and looking at agreements i feel like i would have been very very unhappy I also feel like I would have been a very unproductive employee. I would have definitely not given my hundred percent. I would have searched for shortcuts, tried to you know give fifty, sixty percent and get the job done. Um, and I think the thrill of having built something, you know, getting the ability to work on so many different problems, to understand so many different areas, um, it's not only a really fun, rewarding career, but I think it also exposes you as a person to so many more challenges, um, and it helps develop your all-round personality. So I'm obviously extremely happy. and it definitely helps that you know the soulsor has been successful maybe maybe if the company wasn't successful and we had shut down after a couple of years maybe my answer would have been different but we are obviously super proud of what we've built 
Um, and there is just so much more for us to achieve that I, I still feel like we're on day one of our journey today. Um, it's truly inspiring to see your zeal and passion and I'm so glad that you're happy. So with this question, we come to the end of the very special podcast episode. Thank you so much, sir, for this insightful discussion. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media or leave a review. With that, we conclude with this episode. Thank you so much again and, and hope to see you all next time as well.